All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, party people in the house? It is 4 o'clock on Wednesday, which means it is time for According to Michelle right here on Real Radio 1100 AM with the one and only Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome to all of our Real 1100 AM Listeners, welcome to iHeart. What's going on, iHeart? I got to make sure I give a special shout out to everybody on Instagram that is chiming in today. I hope you guys have had an incredible week, an incredible weekend. Um, I had an amazing weekend. For those of you guys who follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis and who have been listening to the show, if you haven't been listening to you know, like living under a rock, then you know that we had the Moms All In conference on Sunday the 28th. Oh, before I do that, hold on. I got to make sure I give a special happy birthday to one of my favorite people, Jarrell, who is also my sidekick. Jarrell started with us as an intern over a year ago and moved to a production intern and now really is like, he's his title is junior coordinator. Nah, yeah, I appreciate it, Michelle. Thank you for the shout out. And Seriously. he's been amazing. He had a great 23rd birthday. Yeah, it, ooh, yeah. It on was great. Saturday, actually, right? Saturday yeah. was your birthday? Yeah, hands down, it was uh, unforgettable, you could say. <laughs> it was unforgettable. Well, you were in Miami, right? Yeah, we'll get, look, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh oh. What is it one of those what happens in Miami stays in Miami? No, it's like, okay, you know the joke about guys always approaching women and whatnot? Well, Wait, all, no, what's the joke? I don't know that well, joke. The joke is that women don't approach guys anymore oh. in that sense. No. All the women that women. approach men are in Miami, I swear. Ah. <laughs> I was. I felt like a princess, guys. It was crazy. I'm not a princess. Yeah. A princess. You know, yeah, you know, because it's like, when do guys ever feel like, you know, that you're walking around all eyes on you type um, deal? Cause that's Atlanta. what Atlanta. Okay. I wow. know tons. In, you're in Atlanta. I am, women, but I guess I'm from here, so I just don't think about it like that. Men get approached like, constantly yeah, in Atlanta. But you got Michelle. It was like a movie, dude. Everywhere I looked, it's like. Well, that's because you walk around looking like that. Look at you, <laughs> your gorgeous little self. Yeah, the hair definitely helped. A lot of people thought I was Dominican. Um, Did you have your hair out? Uh, no, no, no. It was braided. It was braided. It down. was braided. Yeah, but literally. And I don't know if it was by choice. Uh, I love the culture down there, but ordering a taco was one of the hardest things of my existence. Wait, Why? in Miami? Yes. How how is that possible? Believe it or not, the language barrier. Literally, and I took Spanish in high school and a little bit in Spanish, uh, a little bit in college, but not enough to really grasp. So it's almost like she was talking to a toddler <laughs> in a way. And I got it done. I got the tacos. Everything was done right, prepared perfectly. But it took about five to ten minutes for me to get the order out of my mouth. <laughs> so. Has it gotten, because I, you know, I'm from Florida, and I love Miami. Um, You know, Miami is one of the places, South Beach, we used to be in South Beach literally almost every weekend when I lived in, I lived in Orlando, so when I graduated from 
college in Gainesville. We moved down to Orlando, and Orlando is only like three, three and a half hours from See, South that Beach. sounds more doable. I would drive that. That's definitely doable. Oh, we drove. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you something. My friends would come in and fly into Orlando on Friday, and then on Friday nights, we would head down to South Beach, and we would be on South Beach from Friday night to Sunday afternoon, and then we drive back. So Michelle was making movies. Gotcha. He was, he was living the lifestyle. <laughs> Wait, okay. Like a movie lifestyle. As Nothing like should, that. So I don't, oh, gosh, that's a tough one. We made home movie. No. <laughs> Kid movies. <laughs> None of this is making sense to me right now. <laughs> we had a great time. Let's just say that. We had a really good time. We were excited. We were um, all things Miami and South Florida. But the point is, I didn't approach men in, I mean, yeah, I didn't approach men in South Florida. But well, no, this I'm not is, saying you did, but, but I'm just saying all years, the women that don't approach men like everywhere else and all the other 49 states across this great nation all of them are located in florida the ones that do just for my guys that know they were really men approach women i mean women approach men in in colorado okay Okay, how about this women approach men exactly that's the thing nah you guys as a guy are you both men I'm not. Thank you. That, but I case think closed. like a man. Case, no, I but think you, like a man. Thinking like a man and then looking like a man is different. Like, Michelle, if me yeah. and you stood next to each other on the street, right? Beautiful as I am, right? <laughs> sure. You are going to take the show every single time. Now, is that by design? Maybe. But well, I mean, I am adorable. <laughs> because you are so. a woman with woman features. Oh, and that's just okay. like, just like man. I'm like, dastardly gorgeous. That too. But <laughs> guess what? You being a woman helps. It's like... How many gorgeous dudes are out here? Let me tell Okay, so I'm glad we're having this conversation. Um, I just had this conversation, literally just had this conversation today. And I would love Instagram, Facebook when I get you guys up, uh, 1100 a.m. Feel free to chime in on this. Okay. In Atlanta, we know that men, the ratio to women, geez, what happened there? <laughs> the ratio of women to men is like crazy. It's Ooh. like 10 to 1. I mean, there's so many more women than there are men in Atlanta. Like, it's just... It's and believe it or black, not, that's black. not even the reason dudes are moving down here. But, <laughs> like, yeah, you're... you're, you're Why are they right. moving down here? You I'm know. curious, too. Uh, jobs, businesses, better living, like... Like... Oh, yeah, literally, um, better... Uh, was it cost of living? Okay, better cost of living. Yeah, that, that's why people are moving down. Okay, Guys don't even but, think about the girls. Okay, but let me just say, all right. In Atlanta, there are more women than men. And there are a lot of black women that are, like, doing really well. Like, for real, for real, doing well yes. in Atlanta. But there are also still, a, there's a huge element of people in Atlanta that are not who they say they are. In what, in what sense? Um, you know, they're, like... We're talking, they, like, posers? In business. In business. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in business, let's okay. say. Okay. All right. Having said that... There's a much smaller pool, from what I understand from my single friends, of men who are doing well, who are influential, have power, gotcha. and who are good looking. And I don't just mean good looking in the face. I mean, like, who actually work out good looking. Okay. Like, they okay. have, like, they have the, the whole package. Like, there are a lot of women who look good, they work out, they have good jobs, or they're, you know, they have uh, thriving businesses, and, you know, they're attractive. Now, they might have BBLs and eyelashes out to here. Um, well, you had to slip that in there. And they might to... have the waist trainer on. Might, might. They might. Statistically, you're not wrong. 
I, they might. But I mean, for all intents and purposes, they look good. They look good. What happens when the clothes cough off and the eyelashes in? I did have this sidebar. I had a guy tell me one time, this is hilarious, oh, that he met this woman and he was like, she was gorgeous. Oh, Everything man. was great. Oh, like, boom. Smart. You know, they go out a couple of times. One thing leads to another. He was like, we get back to her house. She goes to take a shower. She comes out from the shower and her makeup was off. And he was like, I, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to. Ooh, turn into Stevie real quick. No, I don't no. want to. Oh, no. You can't make me. Nobody can make me. Is that fair, though? Do you think that's like a thing of like, is that a and, mind And I was trick? Like, like, he literally told me the story and he was like, Michelle, I mean, I, you know, he was like, look, I, we were already there. So I took one for the team, oh, you know. Hey, I got, mean, got to see it through, my I boy. I mean, I had to see it through. I had to see it through, but <laughs> he was like, <laughs> yeah, he was committed. Like, I'm committed. Put hey, me in the game, coach. You can call that man many things, but a quitter is not one of them. You will <laughs> never call me a quitter. You will never call me a quitter. Okay, but so my point, though, is <laughs> <Poor man. laughs> Instagram, Instagram is giving me hearts. Okay, y'all like that? Okay, but the point is it's much harder, I think, to find the guy that's got the total package in Atlanta than it is to find the girl that's got the total package. And I tell my single girlfriends, please don't come here looking for a man. I like that advice. Like it's you will get your you're gonna get your feelings hurt. Unless you're like a unicorn. A unicorn? And there are not a lot of unicorns. Well I mean it's like it's all perspective. Like you want Am I right? I'm right, right? Instagram (laughs) is like I saw this one meme one time, right? And, it, it, you know, sometimes jokes are real. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes people hide the real behind the jokes. Little, a little bit of truth told in every joke. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah, want yeah. a good wife, you're going to, if you want a good wife, go to God. You know what I mean? She's going to be waiting there for you. Uh-huh. Church, all that good stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. If you want a good man, a good husband. Go to Atlanta. Go to Atlanta, Georgia. No. Yes. <laughs> go to Atlanta, Georgia. That, I saw that meme, and that's <laughs> yes. stupid. That's the I've dumbest meme. It's that. funny because if you think hard it's, about it, it's, and you've it, got to think hard about it, it's it's funny for many reasons. <laughs> If you want a good man, go to Atlanta. There's tons of them here. Look, I don't know. I mean, I, personally, I know several great guys in yeah. LA. There's tons of great guys. I mean, clearly, I'm not dating them, so I don't know what happens when you start dating them. Yeah. But they seem fine on the. It's surface. funny, that you said, yeah, because great guys normally it's like, why are you single? You know. I mean, they seem great, but I mean, I, if I were a guy in Atlanta, dude, let me tell you something. I, let's just put this out here. I just, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but beep beep. Boop boop. Toot toot. If I were a guy in Atlanta. I would be knocking them oh my God. down. Not look, you. I'm just telling you right now, <laughs> women. I would be the problem. I would be the guy where they're like, "Oh my God, these men. They he, just like he ain't good to me, girl. You left me but I'd be a good, I'd be a good guy. Like I'm gonna treat you well while you're with me. That's that. Nah, that's bad, what, dog. <laughs> I know. And then that came out. Leave is a very that, strong term. That but is, what is um, it though? That's what we call. Um, since this is a family show, F-boy behavior. Thank you. I was going to say, I was like, 21 Savage said it, it best. Really is. <laughs> is it really? A hundred percent. I no. hate to say Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, no, I mean, not even social experiment. If I went around doing that, you may not see me in a couple months because you know how women are. <laughs> like, I'm going meet the wrong one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, no, but I would make sure y'all are good. I'm just saying I'd be knocking them down. Like... <laughs> Uh, again, I mean, F boy behavior. I'm just saying, like, okay, so look at me. I mean, clearly, like, I'm no Halle Berry, but you know, you might run a couple red lights to get to my house. Okay, we can all agree on that, right? <laughs> okay, 
So imagine me in male form. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm almost male like anyway. You know, I have male tendencies, Jarrell. Bringing out the dog. My, my guy friends are like, mm. Yeah, it is easier hanging out with you than most. Like, not to say women in general, but it's like, you know. I mean, we you know, can joke about I'm a guy, things. I'm a guy's gal. <laughs> yeah. I'm easy. a guy's gal. Like we can watch football together, oh, go yeah. out, work out, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can talk about your girls. Like, I'm not going to be, like, tripping. Yeah. You do your thing. Whatever. And okay. I want to make that clear. I don't have girls as in multiple because she said, like, with the S. No. Like, I mean, I, mean, <laughs> like, I, just I don't mean you, you. Okay, cool. But, yeah, you as I mean, in, you as in, like. Whoever right. you are. Gotcha. Whoever okay. you are. So, my point is, you know, already with this mentality, I already got, like, the whole, like, knock them down mentality okay as, so as my I'm man saying, said I, you know i'm married i'm living i'm living vicariously through my single <laughs> friends okay and so i'm just saying the streets of atlanta would love me as a guy that i'd just funny. be like i love that <laughs> i'm just saying i would just be it would be ridiculous i love to get other people's perspectives because you know you always hear the question like if you were a girl for, for, for like for a day what would you do if you were a guy for a day what would you do uh-huh. so i know what your answer is like, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's you know it is what it is i love it though it's if definitely i were a original. guy if i were a guy for a day in atlanta no i mean seriously i would be like yeah i'd be not gonna be down <laughs> <laughs> we had a really good time we gotta take a break we had a really good time at the mom's all in conference on sunday it yes. was phenomenal it was so much fun huge shout out to tgnd the girls next door that is my pr firm they were oh and you're being our firm um that's why you're here exactly. yeah see what they do for you you better not ever I cancel love them. them they're great god's um, blessing donna and duana were amazing put on an amazing event i gotta make sure i thank our sponsors credit hub um lmg promotions liquid distributors um lys beauty um oh gosh icon swim Infinity of South Atlanta, Joystick. Whew, who else? Um, I mean, the list does go on. The list go. I think that's like that yeah. is everybody. No, Shay Renee Macaroons. Ooh, Shay Renee Macaroons. Which, oh my gosh, shout out to Shay Renee. Shay Renee had her all of her macaroons like on the table with all the gift what? bags. She was there. Oh my gosh, Shay Renee is TNG is probably gonna be working with them. And Shay Renee, somebody texted me. <laughs> I wish I could go into the the string, but I can't because I'm on live right now. So I went to this uh, Sunday morning, some, I mean, Monday morning, somebody DM me and said, who made those MFN macaroons? <laughs> and they said, I swallowed those mofos whole. Oh, Goodness macaroons. gracious. That's how good the, that's how good the macaroons were. And they're not easy to make, apparently, from, no. not from experience, nah, definitely, yeah. but from what I've been told, they're just not the... They're just not, yeah. yeah. So, handful. huge shout out to them. They were amazing. Um, but Moms All In Brunch was awesome. We'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. But we had a really good, really good show today. It's so inspiring. If you're in business, you want to be in business, empowered, woman, man, whatever you are, if you think you can't do it, if you think you can't do it, our guest today is living proof that you can literally do anything you want to do. Please, you don't want to miss today's show. If you're listening on the internet, don't click on something else. Don't open <laughs> another window. If you're on, if you're driving in your car, just keep it tuned to the station. iHeart, Instagram, Facebook, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back, and we're going to be talking to Patricia. She's got an amazing invention. All right, don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back with more According to Michelle.
Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. Kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded and confident kids. Get your copy today. The minds of children are fragile, and their mental health is essential, especially in times like these. Not Us Together aims to equip parents, teachers, and guardians with the tools and knowledge needed to raise healthy-minded children and youth in today's society. We provide services like mentorship through life coaching, therapeutics, youth community groups, motivational conferences, and one-on-one -on -one developmental specialist services for children and adolescents on the autism spectrum disorder. Our mental health workshops for schools and general workshops promote social skills, creativity, and a sense of togetherness through play, arts, and music. To see how we can service your family or school, call us at 508-794-9371 or find us online at notus.org. That's K-N-O-T-U-S dot org. If you love it, your favorite music, news, talk, sports, and you want to hear it, it's in the palm of your hand. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Michelle. Michelle. What's up, guys? Welcome back to According to Michelle Radio on Real 1100 AM right here with Michelle Taylor Willis. It's a hot day in Atlanta, Georgia, but it's a good day. It's good in the station because we got good energy. We got good vibes. We got good drinks. And we also have AC. And we do have AC. Does somebody <laughs> not have AC? Who I doesn't mean, have AC? Some somewhere. Some, yeah, some people don't. Oh, you mean like in general? Okay, yeah, right. I didn't know like literally. if somebody's <laughs> air went out so i was like I, I missed that somebody didn't tell me what was happening you know what's you know i i don't know first of all i gotta make sure we give a huge shout out to greg hi greg what's up greggy oh he's giving his wave let's see if we can let instagram see there's greg he's the nice silent monster in a good way like the cuddly monster I don't like the look he's giving me. I feel like I chose the wrong word. Yeah, monsters. That's uh, <laughs> no. He's that's like pretty, the blue uh, monster from Monsters Inc. But no one called him a monster. His <laughs> name was Sully. Well, Sully was a big blue monster. <laughs> Okay, I not I don't wanna I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna do it. I'm like my friend who's the girl the makeup came off. I don't want to. I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna. Shout out to Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. Who needs water? I do and you do. Did you know that theoretically you should drink an ounce of water for every weigh for every pound that you weigh? So I weigh one hundred and thirteen pounds. And that's all the water I should drink. No, 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 Sponsored nothing. By. <laughs> Sponsored by. Okay, Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. This is what I've been pushing. Now, I had a, I had a meeting with my clients today. 
Coca-Cola Bottling Company. And I'm telling you guys, I told them uh, we have been pushing the heck out of this Aquas Frescas. I want to try it. It's, yeah, yes, I'm going to let you try this one, okay? Um, if you haven't tried, I told them, I said, listen, this drink is so good. The calories are low, 45 calories per half a can. Yeah. Um, if you count calories, I don't know what calories are. But um, but it's like just above uh, sparkling water. So, But it's, it has like some sugar in it, so it doesn't feel like you're tasting nothing. Somebody said it's good with vodka. I don't know. It wasn't me. I didn't say that. But that's what I heard a friend of mine told me because I was asking for my friend. And so the other friend said, <laughs> if you try with vodka, it's really good. Um, <clears throat> as I was. Thank you, Coca-Cola Bottling Company United, for always providing us with amazing uh, soda, I mean, drinks. And this show is sponsored by Infinity of South Atlanta. Infinity of South Atlanta is always doing amazing things in the community. They got some arts events coming up that you guys should definitely join me on. The first one is Thursday, September 29th at Infinity of South Atlanta in Union City. I will be there. But listen, if you need a car, you need a new car, a used car, a lease car, any kind of car that you might need or want, you got to go check out Alan Rochelle and his whole sales team at Infinity of South Atlanta. They will do you right, but only if you tell them that the MT Dubs sent you. All right. <clears throat> Who wants to be inspired today? Anybody? Raise your hands. I don't know what that. What was yeah. that sound? <laughs> yeah. That's like, um, what's the name? What's that song? Jam. Oh, jam. Jam. Teddy jam for me now. Wow. Guy, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't. How, what are, how old are you two? I See, mean, I like, was thinking Outcast. <laughs> like, me too. Andre. Hey, no. yeah. <laughs> no, That's what I'm talking about. Oh, gosh. That's exactly what, what happens when mind. you're, when the people who work with you are two years old. They don't hey, know. I just turned three, first of all. They don't know thank good you. music. Um, but yeah, we, if you want to be inspired today, I'm telling you, today is the day you want to be listening to, according to Michelle. We've got Patricia. Kayanga in the house. She's a first-generation immigrant from Uganda. She's beautiful, and I love just the underlings of her accent. The underlings of her accent are so graceful and purposeful. It just sounds, she's just like, sounds beautiful. Um, she ended up having to migrate to the United States because of unfortunate circumstances, which we're going to talk about. But her, her, her travels and her journeys took her to the creation of, of a topic that everybody doesn't always go around talking about. Undies. Undies. Does everybody wear undies in here? Underwear? Everybody wearing underwear? If you're not wearing underwear, get up out my seat. All right, I'll see <laughs> you all next week. Um, I don't you want, know if I'm here. Yeah. I don't want any non-undies in the house. That's terrible. If you got no undies, then you got to go home. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> but you could be wearing undies made from bamboo. And non-woven fabric. I am. And that's what she made. It is literally, she's waiting for the patent to be approved. Um, she is making history with this product. But when you hear her story, you would think, how did she go from there to sitting in, according to Michelle's studio right here at Real 1100 AM, telling this story. And she's going to tell us all about it. So I want you guys to welcome my guest today, Patricia Kayanga. <laughs> What's up, Patricia? What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Do you hear her accent? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, Governor. Shine your shoes. <laughs> oh, my friends are going to love this. I don't think I have an accent, but they... 
Oh, you have an accent, but it's beautiful. It's it's lovely. It really is. It's lovely. Okay, so are you excited to be here? I'm excited. I'm all the feels right now. All the feels, feels. not all the things. Mm. All the feels. I hadn't heard of all the feels before. Okay, tell us about all of your feels. (laughs) Good. What are you feeling right now? I am feeling excited. Okay. This is my first first time ever being live. First time. What? First radio interview. First radio interview. No. Yes. Are you serious? We're breaking your radio, Cherry. You are. <laughs> How's it feel? Is it good for you? It's it good for good. me. I know you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> no, but seriously, first of all, I want to say congratulations. Let me make sure our Instagrammers on Michelle Taylor Willis can see you. Um, I want to say congratulations, first of all. Like what you have accomplished is Amazing. Thank you. And so congratulations on that. And I'm really excited for people to hear your story. Um, I'm not, I didn't oversell it, right? So <laughs> Uganda is where you were born. Yeah. And we know, I mean, certain countries in Africa we know are war-torn and are, like, there's so many things that happen in Africa on the content that we never hear about on purpose. That's true. Right? We don't know what's happening back there mm-hmm. right we know it's all we get is what we see on the news which is next to nothing we got to dig deep exactly for a lot of the things that are happening and so in uganda for you um it was tough it was it was and for me at the time and just moving here wasn't necessarily that the country was at war now we've we've had a president for the past 30 plus years my whole entire life that's a topic you're for 30 day. Oh. i'm only 30 i love wow. I think. No, you look fantastic. I mean, I think. Man, I'm, I'm 32 and I'm just doing my best to keep it together. <laughs> 30s are the best time. <laughs> but go ahead, tell us about. Yeah, so uh, uh, for me, my dad was murdered and we had no idea who did it. Uh, my mom had no idea who did it. So really, what it came. And this down is to in Uganda. In Uganda. How old were you when that happened? I was six. Six years six old. Six years old. So at that point, it, it felt like. You know, at six, when something tragic happens to you, you feel like you've kind of lost any sense of innocence. It doesn't feel like it at the time, but right. um, life just changed, really. And my mom had to make decisions that right. was basically to protect herself and protect her because right. at that point, she had no idea where it was coming from. Right. Um, now, was what was your childhood like up to six? Was it just a normal? I mean, because you were just, a, yeah, from what could, do you yeah. remember, do you vividly remember that time? Because that's still young, right? I do. I mean, there are bits and pieces, of course. Um, I think some of them maybe I romanticize a little bit more now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, it's, you know, it's a moment before things changed. Um, but it was a good, We I had a good childhood. You know, when my dad was still alive, I always say he chose a good woman because I could have been in the slums, right? Right. Right now, or maybe with how many kids at this point, but I'm here now because my mom was able to put it, put herself together and bring us here. Right. Um, but I I can't say that I had any issues. I, I was loved. Mm-hmm. I felt loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Uganda and most African countries, it's an extended family. It's not just your mom and dad. It's it truly is aunt. a village, right? It really, really is a village. So I, I miss that aspect of it. And, you know, when I have kids, I would love to kind of have that as well. But right. it's kind of harder in America because everybody is just kind of going everywhere in different pieces. Do you think from what you can remember that that's like the biggest thing, like this sense of community isn't there? Is that one of the biggest differences? That is the biggest difference, I think, for me. Because, I mean, when you think about when my dad died, 
we had our like I, I didn't feel like I lost family because mm. I still had my aunts and uncles that were still a constant it was right. just this figure that was gone right and you know my dad was like you know the breadwinner he made you know took care, took care of everything so the biggest thing was we lost everything but I still had family right so I never felt I never felt lost in that in that aspect and I always felt loved mm-hmm. and you know my mom's family was very much in 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 our business really to just show <laughs> and m- not let us fill the gaps right? right because as much as we had just my, my siblings and I had just experienced this crazy thing that we had to visually see it never felt like there was something missing so your dad was murdered at six and your mom at that point now has to take over and become do you remember, let me ask this question. I'm going to make sure to see if this comes out right. As a six-year-old, when that happened, and now a 30-year-old, do you see, what are the parallels in emotion, right? Like, as a six-year-old, like, what were you feeling at that point compared to, like, when you reflect on it now as a 30-year-old? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I was numb. Mm. Um, because the one, the one memory that I remember is... Because my dad was gone, like he, we couldn't find him for two weeks, so it was. So he know, just didn't show up. He didn't when, show so you up. didn't know what had happened. We didn't know what had happened. Okay. So. And do we, you remember going through that? You remember your family, like where's? You I know? remember everything. Wow. Everything. I wow. remember being picked up from school. I remember kids just kind of feeling like, oh, your dad is. You can't find your dad. Like I remember everything so well, and the one thing I remember the most is when, when we went to go see where they found him. And he, whoever murdered him, must have known him from when he was younger because they found him um, at his grounds where he was a little kid. And that home never existed anymore. But I remember I went there with my mom. And, you know, of course, I don't think she expected for me to remember at such a young age. But for me, it was like you could see the markings of the body, you know, where investigators are there. And that's a memory for me where it's like I, you don't, there's no way you see that and still feel like a child, mm. right? But I, I was a child. But for me, it was a numb sense of feeling. And I think part of it is is how I am today. Like, emotions for me are very far, right? Mm. Where it's like, I have to keep going. If I'm stressed, if I'm tired, I have to keep going. It's a numb feeling. Because I had to, like, that's how I dealt with it. Is that, has that helped you or hurt you? I think it's helped me in a lot of ways, but it's also hurt me. Mm. Because so I think sometimes people think that I'm not human because I'm very much, you know, like in, when I'm faced with a lot, I, it's still the same emotion that you get. Mm. That's how I, I learned to deal with hardships. It's, I'm numb to it. Guys, if you're just coming on Real 1100 AM listeners, uh, iHeartRadio, welcome. Instagrammers and Facebook, we've got Patricia Kayanga in the house. I want to make sure that her name is so beautiful. I want to make sure we take our time with that and say it correctly. How are we doing? You're doing good. Okay. <laughs> um, she is the inventor of special underwear for women made of bamboo and non-woven pra- uh, fabric specifically for specific times of the month. But, you know, we're going to get into that. Let's just say she's making history right now. She's telling us her story of how she got to this point. And we're talking about when she was six years old and her father um, was found murdered. And so that's so it's helped and hurt, right? Because you've been able to, to deal as almost a-emotional and, emo- and a-emotional adult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Talk to me about the mental health 
and that because you know mental health is a thing right now especially in the black community were you counseled through that did you get counseling as an adult to get no and and part of that also is cultural right Mm -hmm. and and back then now it's different right but and i think just in the black community but also in the african community period it's different Ah. appreciate we understand now the value of 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 your mental um health but at the time you just had to you know keep it moving i actually ended up having a mental breakdown in college Hmm. and it really was triggered by me failing my anatomy class (laughs) (laughs) did you want to be a doctor at some point i convinced myself (laughs) that that's what i had to be right Um, but right I shouldn't have been there in the first place. So what did that look like? What did that mental breakdown look like for people who might be on the verge of that? What did that look like to you? I, it was a trigger, right? But there were so many things happening around that time. It was during the recession. Um, my, we were losing our home. I felt helpless. And for me, it was this like, so by 06, 07? Like 08. 08, okay. 08, mm-hmm. Um, And for me, it was like, I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't get a handle of anything. Like here I am, I'm failing. I my, we're losing everything. My mom had worked so hard for. Like things are just kind of falling apart, and I, I didn't have like my capacity to control emotions had reached its end. Right, because now you're still coming. You're dealing now. You're what 14, 10, 12, 14 years yeah. later from your father's murder and then you're in a situation where you're just pushing through pushing through pushing through and one day you're just sitting there and it was like it and the thing is when I thank God for I mean I was on campus in the summer and I went into a I went to the clinic because I was I couldn't control my crying I was crying I just saw I failed a class that I really had no business taking, but <laughs> that class was uh, finance, F I N thirty four hundred one for me. I was like, no, Michelle, you do not want to major in finance. This is not for you. It's always that one, right? It's, it's always, always that, that one. one. I had no business taking that class, <laughs> and it really took me to. It really helped me because taking that class actually helped me grieve because I didn't grieve. I don't remember mm. ever crying right. when my dad died. I just remember just moving on, like of finding a new normal and for me it was like at that point this triggered me to say I, kept, I went into I, I, I when I think back I was blank but when I got in there I was just saying I, my dad died my dad died and they all thought he just died and I was like right. he's gone like, but it hit me but at you that didn't, point you had never processed no that as a child right which is why it's so important now we know like when our children are going through things, or even when they're not, right? I, I believe in like preventative, yep. just like preventative physical checkup, checkups, yep. preventative mental checkups, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when kids have traumatic experiences, they have to get that counseling. And Tiana Plummer, who was actually at the Moms Online Conference on Sunday, when I interviewed her some months back, she said one of the most prolific things to me, mm-hmm. and I think you might understand this. She said that you are never, you never get past the age of your trauma. No. You never get past. So whatever the age is of your worst trauma, if you've never processed through that, counseled through that, done whatever to get past that, you, that's your age. Yeah. 
That's so if you're six years old and your father is murdered and you never, you walk around as an 18-year-old in college with six-year-old emotional capacity. Now, when you ruminate on that, that's deep, right? Because so deep. you start thinking like, oh, that's why he acts like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. I mean, seriously, right? Yeah. That's Boys why. Not wrong, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why she, that's why I do these things. Yep. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm still the, 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 the two-year-old whose dad walked out on her. Yeah. And so for you in college, as a very young adult, your, your emotional capacity was that of a six-year-old. So when that test hits you, you cried like a baby because that's what you were inside. Yeah. It, that makes so much sense. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. But it makes so much sense. I'm so sense. good at this, aren't I? <laughs> I'm not even trying. <laughs> Greg, you in the looks, Greg. <laughs> no, but I get it. I understand that because I've been there. I understand that. You know what I mean? In terms of the emotional processing. It, I didn't realize it. And, and, for, and what I had to come to terms with it with was that I had to learn how to deal with it because you can go through counseling and realize what the trigger is and what mm-hmm. it is. And, and I, 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 I had time to grieve. I had time to cry and actually cry specifically for this loss. For him. Right. right. For him, for not having the closure. And then also realize that it's, I have to find a new normal in that. But it really is very much still a part of me because I spent all this time learning how to deal with emotions that way. Mm. And that's just how I am. Now I recognize that therapy is something we should all do, <laughs> no matter what. Right. But I also know that I know how I deal with emotions because of that. Okay, we got to put a pin in that. That's we got, We're going to come back to that and talk more about your story. Um, beautifully said, by the way. Beautifully said. I mean, we're getting all kinds of hearts over here. <laughs> when you come back, I'll go through these Instagram comments for you. You're listening to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM Radio, iHeart, what's up, Instagram, what's up, Facebook. All of you guys can follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis. But right now, I need you to follow me into this commercial break and to some local music. And then follow me back into 5 o'clock where we will do Senseless Shenanigans sponsored by Credit Hub. If you need business done, you got to call Benji Nunn. Is that how it goes? Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. 530-404-603-877. You can call in. You can talk to Patricia. You can talk to me. But right now, you're not going to touch anything. We'll be right back with more Patricia and According to Michelle. Historic Morris Brown College is back. Founded in 1881, Georgia's first and only HBCU, founded by African Americans, just made history by achieving accreditation candidacy in April 2021. The first HBCU to rebound after a 20-year hiatus. Sometimes in life, you only get one chance to make a significant difference and be a part of history. Well, that opportunity is now. Are you a young person seeking a higher education or an adult wanting to complete your degree? Want to join a collegiate family? Well, now here is your chance. Join forces by enrolling at Mars Brown College's restoration class and become a part of the hard reset. Additionally, you may also assist Mars Brown by making your tax-deductible contributions today. For more information on how you can enroll or give to this historically black college located in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, please visit morrisbrown.edu. Low-cost, innovative academic programs, and one of the most affordable HBCUs in the state of Georgia. Visit Morris Brown. Brown.edu today. 
The fun is back. That's what's in store for you and your family at Lake Winnie and Sokia, the South's favorite family amusement park and water park, where there's excitement for everyone and special discounts almost every day. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's Cannonball Roller Coaster and the Ozone 14-story Freefall. Splash down on the boat chute and flip out on the fireball. The fun is back means the splashtacular excitement of Sokia Water Park. Get ready, get set, get wet. The fun is back means a lazy day on the crazy river. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's funnel cakes, candy apples, and cotton candy, and sugar-coated smiles. Visit lakewinnie.com to check out all the fun. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. All right, guys, it is 5 o'clock, and we are back on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor-Willis right here on Real 1100 AM, a part of the Beasley Group. We're so happy to be a part of this group. We love it here. Don't we love it? I love it, personally. Do you love it as much as you love Oscar Frack Press? Wait, I said it. Frack Guys. If you are thirsty and you need something to drink, you don't want to do too much, don't want to think, uh-huh. put something in your mouth over sparkling ice. Okay. It goes down your throat, and oh, it's so nice. Ooh. Oh! Bye! Bye! Unrehearsed, and let you know that. Um, really? Oh, yeah, we have this moment. I, that just <laughs> came off the dome. You guys don't even recognize I, my genius. I'm like Kanye. I bow down. You don't recognize my genius. I bow down. Hey, I recognize. I'm like Kanye 19.0. 19, so <laughs> all the other versions ahead of time. Just... Uh, he just had a version 18 was on the news yesterday, so I feel like <laughs> it's, time for, it up. it's time for senseless shenanigans right here on the According to Michelle show. It's 5 o'clock. Senseless shenanigans brought to you by Credit Hub. If you're a seasoned small business and you need funding, you need to make sure that you call Benji Nunn over at the Credit Hub. You can find them at Credit Hub Access, credithub.com. It is hard sometimes as a business to get funding. It just is. But Benji and his team will teach you the way. He will not have you applying for anything for which you cannot get funded. They teach you. They educate you. They position you for funding. And when it's time, he puts you in and you get you get that money. So if you're seasoned business again, make sure you find them on Instagram at Credit Hub Access, LinkedIn at Credit Hub Access, Facebook at Credit Hub Access, or you can go on the internet at Credit Hub dot com all right what do we have for senseless shenanigans today last week was out of control <laughs> it was just stupid well what? this one's a little stupid. it's funnier to see uh it's and it's for you believe it or not it's, it's for me well, it's if you say florida you. man no, that's the thing. It it's better florida not be. activities we brought it up north <laughs> this time uh so long story short i know you michelle you don't own any animals do you i don't but i used to what's the craziest animal you've ever owned a um what, what's the one that stinks I uh, thank you. I was no, like, you didn't want me to no say that. <laughs> Scott. It, it's, like it's no mm-mm. It's, ferret. Um, ferret. Yes, my <laughs> my twenty. 
speak Trey, who's 23 now, when he was like 12 or something, he I mean, he went through this whole thing Got you. of animals. I and went through a turtle he wanted phase. a fa- Yeah, we had turtle too. Okay. Timmy the turtle. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had a ferret, and that thing tore up, and it smelled ridiculous. Okay, anyway. So, so ferret for you. Uh, what about you, Miss Patricia? Have, do you have any animals right now? or have... I don't, but I'm thinking of getting a dog. Okay, gotcha. So dog, ferret. Ferret may be a little bit more on the you know exotic side, quote-unquote, but still easy to find. Um, there was a Pennsylvania woman that went for a walk with her uh, animal. It's a service animal, believe it or not. A dog. If that's what you want to classify this as, sure. Um, so, no, it wasn't a dog at all. Uh, on a hot summer's day located in Philadelphia in a park, Love Park to be exact, there's a woman walking her pet on a leash throughout the water park. Now, it doesn't get any attention at first, but as the kids watch the pet walk by, it is not a dog, cat, nor a hamster or ferret. It is a seven-foot-long alligator. A what? How did I know you were going to say? In Philly, they don't have alligators in Philly. Um, well, apparently they do. And if you look at the laws, it's actually not illegal to own an alligator in Philadelphia. But how should we need to alligator? call Philly Savage. Let's get Kevin on the phone it's, and ask him about this. It's one of the funniest things ever. I'll show you guys the tape. Literally, she's just walking, walking in a water park. You know you how mean water like parks, water park like with the slide? No, no, no. Like water park, like uh, one of those local ones where the water spouts up at the bottom. Shut the front door. Put that in front of Instagram and Facebook so they can see this, please. Okay. Oh, I'll run it back. It does look like a baby alligator. Is that a baby alligator? It could be baby growing into, but like still. It's, it's and now she picked it up. Oh my. So, Lord Jesus. To get a backstory, fire. the alligator is actually famous. Uh, the alligator's name is Wally. He has an Instagram slash TikTok account. How so, many followers does Wally have? More than us combined. Um, <laughs> it makes you feel worse. Uh, literally. Uh, no. You animals get love, dude. You put a puppy on Instagram, it's going to get 200,000 likes and a million followers. It's an alligator. Hey, it's still an animal. And it's technically under the service pet protection rights. It's her service animal. Um, Literally. It is a... His name's Wally. He likes to have long walks on the beach and long hugs. And literally loves to be pet and rubbed like a dog. Dude, that... They're going to wake up and that animal <laughs> is going to, like, literally, they're going to be no, in pieces. They won't wake up. Be they won't <laughs> wake up. They will be up. dead. Yeah, there's actually. There'll be arms and legs and stuff all every, around all over. the. He's on a, while it, to make this funnier, he's actually on a contestant show, America's Favorite Pet, Animal Kingdom Aversion uh, Edition. And the winner will receive $10,000 and also featured on the cover page of their uh, weekly uh, blog. So, yeah, he's literally TikTok, Instagram famous. They're pretty much going on a tour. Just, I don't know, in the Philly area. Or I'm just telling around. you. No, this is the this is the what? this is the crap that happens. <laughs> and then people wake up and they're like, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he, he bit my arm up. Yeah, if you don't leave no man, I alone. can't. <laughs> I can't imagine how Wally turned on us. We've been so good to him. Oh, we fed him hot dogs. <laughs> we fed him hot dogs. <laughs> we fed him meat. And I'm sorry, he's a seven-year-old reptile, five feet long. So I got that one backwards. But seven years old, five feet long. Oh, he's not a baby. No, so that, that's a whole... How many... What is that in dog year? I mean, like, seriously, <laughs> like, I mean... They don't age the same, but <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, no, but seriously, that's like people who have these pets. You've heard of these stories. Exotic animals, They have, like, and tigers. and Yeah, and then, then, like, they come home one day, and the python, the people's legs are hanging out the <laughs> python's mouth. And they're like, and the kid's like, I don't know what happened. He was so, he loved us so much. He, <laughs> he never would have eaten mommy. I mean, like. 
Please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. There was him. actually a story um, located somewhere in the western area of the Look, United Jay States. Look, Jay Markell watches his side. And oh, no, he said right. Right. A exactly. woman owned a python who she thought the python was cuddling with her at night and wrapping up around her, getting close. Me, but every stop. Mo- no, 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 okay, no. But I don't this is know. it. Every morning, the python would let go and let her go on to the day. The thing was... Let her go on a date. No, no, go on with her day, like as the day went on. So what the python was actually doing was taking its time to size her up to see how hard it would be to swallow her in one hole. And did he? It was... She woke up one morning with her body halfway inside of the snake and her arms were still free. She had room to call 911. No, okay, shut up. You, <laughs> you could have saved that senseless shenanigans hey, for another hey, day. Hey, nah, we can get it back what? to back with it. Now look, to be continued. All Wait right. a minute. Are you serious? I'm so serious. Wait a minute. That's not true. That's... That is. I don't believe this. The lady woke up. The python ate her from the back. Ooh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not. I meant. <laughs> Now we look. Yeah, I now mean, we got to circle back to this later. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. Can we talk about this next week? Of course. This, yeah, I'll, I'll this, be back. This is it. his own. It's own senseless shenanigans. <laughs> Thank you, Jarrell. <laughs> senseless shenanigans. Brought to us by Credit Hub. If you can't get money done, make sure you call Benji Nunn. I feel like I change that every day. Jay Markell's like laughing. Like, yeah, I don't even know. This is crazy. Thank you. Okay, when we went to break. I need to get myself back together. I need to get myself together. Uh, when we went to break, uh, we were talking to Patricia Kayanga, um, who was basically giving her her story and, and telling us how she ended up in a position where she founded this company that is really changing um, and can change the lives of most women, if not all, because every woman has the same problem, you know, five to seven days of the month. And it is no fun for any of us but just to circle back so counseling is a thing let me ask you this did they find out who murdered your father no we still don't know we still don't know now we we have an idea of who but i mean uganda is a very corrupt country so like when it comes to investigations and things like that really even if we know how it happened you still it it still won't i i will never get justice and I think that's part of that. That has been a, an interesting journey the past ten years because, of course, you know my my siblings and I are like let's figure out maybe we can investigate after the fact. But in night, like so much has happened since then. How many siblings do you have? I have uh, two brothers. And were they? Were you the baby when this happened? No, I'm the middle. Okay, so there was one younger than you mm-hmm. when your father. So he has no recollection at of, all. Of, of, who's four? Is he? <sighs> And what about the, uh, so four, six, and, and ten. Ten. So you're ten, the ten-year-old, really? Yes. How has that affected him? You know, my brother is, it's affected all of us because obviously we, you know, like. Sure. The one thing that was always interesting about, like, when he died is everybody would call us orphans, right? They're like, oh, you kids. But you had a mom. Yeah, we had a mom. But, like, it, like there's no other way to say it in, in, in our language besides oh. it's the same. I see what you mean. It's the okay. same thing, right? So, it translates. Yeah, it translates to the same thing. Okay. So, I mean, my brother, same thing. I mean, he, he didn't have a, a father figure at that point. At 10 years old, I think that's an instrumental time for a young man. So, yeah. I think in in so many ways we all exhibit that trauma. For oh him, sure. You know he's for the longest. My brother used to say, I, "I'll be, I'll also be dead at the same time my dad died." 
and eight years. And how old was your dad when 36. he... 36. And how old is your brother? Wait, hold on. You're 30. So your brother is... 34. Oh, you're 34 now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your brother is 38. Yep. Okay. Please. Yeah. Nice. He's doing all right? Yeah. And he stopped saying that, but it was the weirdest thing because for the longest time we thought... Like, he really would say to everybody, like, I'm not going to... I'm going to die young. So it was to the point where he made almost believed it. He believed it. And... And when we were younger, he would say, and I think when you're younger, you think 36 is so far. Right, it's so old. Which is, it so blows old. my mind. You're, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, I'll be gone by 36. I don't think I'm going to live long. And he used to say, well, well into his 20s, honestly. Wow. And so. Maybe we, that was his way of identifying, though, with your dad. I think so. Right? I think so, too. Because um, I don't know if I, I don't know if my older brother ever did therapy or counseling. Mm. Or, wow. Um, we all just figured out a way to. To make cope and make it. And, and cope, yeah. Because my mom, I don't think ever, I know, actually, I don't even think, I know she never dealt with it. Yeah. Well, and your mom is still alive. Mm-hmm. Now, so you went to school, you were in college where? Colorado State. Go okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that was okay. What was around noise? Nah. So you guys, you moved to the States. How did you guys, how'd your mom decide where y'all were going to land? So she, she didn't know anybody. So what happened is she had, one of her sisters had an in-law that lived in Minnesota. Mm. Okay. And she was like, okay, I'll go to Minnesota. <laughs> Back then it's, all right, mom, you're going to go to Minnesota. What time of year did she go phone? by any chance? I know. Please tell yeah, me she wasn't here in like January. Because it matters. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say it probably was winter. Yeah. Oh, my like God. Like the worst time. <laughs> the worst time. Oh, my God. It was the worst time Worst time to go. go, yeah. So <laughs> she shows up randomly at these people's homes and they're like, can we help you? <laughs> just like, you know, tell them the story. Like, you know, my husband died and, you know, my sister said I could come. And they're like, uh, no friend. You can do that back home. Like, in right. Uganda. you can't do that in America. But so that's what happened. Like, because oh. the community is so strong. You yeah, just go. F- yeah, wow. It's like, we'll help you. It's like, you know, you know, right. you're, you're my in-law. It's like, I'll help you. I'll right. They were like, yeah, you got to figure out somewhere to go. <gasps> Wow. Yeah, this, yeah, we are. Because she got, she shows up with three kids. No, she showed up by herself. So she came by herself. Um, that's all the money that she could. Right. She tried to come multiple times, and then somebody stole her. Like they, it was the fake way. She lost money there, and then she tried again, and then she made it that time in Minnesota. They told us for them to say, "We got nothing for you." Yeah. So then she was stranded. Like within forty-eight hours, she found my aunt in Colorado. She realized that she had a cousin in Colorado, and that's how. So my aunt bought her ticket. She didn't have money to really. Right. So it was either being homeless or finding somewhere to go. Right. And so my aunt bought her a ticket, and that's how she ended up in Colorado. And the rest is really her spending the next five years working to figure out a way to get us, like to reunite with her. As well. Right. Because you guys were still in, in Uganda, Uganda at yeah. that point with your family. Yeah. Yeah, with her. Got family. you. So you get to Colorado, you get to college, you think you're going to be a doctor. Yeah. Not the. <laughs> <laughs> you get that anatomy class, tore your behind up. That, that anatomy class <laughs> tore my behind up, but it also woke me up because I think had I not taken, had I not failed miserably in that class, I probably wouldn't have had that breakdown to say, what am I doing? Right. Because it was in that moment that for me, it was like, all right, I can't. Why am I lying to myself? Mm. Like I feel, I felt like I'd been lying to myself this whole entire time, and I hadn't been dealing. The reality is, I was trying to make something work, 
that didn't make sense for myself because I would just show up to class. I wasn't motivated. Gotcha. So you I were just there to get the I grade. I was just there to much. get the grade. And of course I failed. Because I was if, you, if you're normally there just to get the grade, right. it normally doesn't work out. <laughs> it doesn't work out. But I was, I feel like that moment, that break that was monumental for me because it reshaped me. And I think we all have moments like that just That's gradually. Right. Like it's not just one time and it's like, right. I'm different now. Every so often you kind of have like a shift, right? right? That reminds you and changes you and for me i got help i started grieving it took a year really for me to just process yes my dad is dead yes i have a single mom which i've been living with a single mom this for, whole entire yes, but time but right? you processed it yeah, pretty much but i processed it so it it shifted a lot for me um, also, you had one of those things that I call a mental breakdown, and not in the way where you, like, a panic attack, not in that sense, but literally you broke down mentally everything mm -hmm. that you didn't want to think about or didn't even think you were thinking about. Yep. So like, that physically it, broke it down. Yeah, yeah. Like, took your time, said, and of course you weren't in the best mind state anyways, but I can see you literally took your time, like, a mental breakdown. Like, what, how am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way? Right. What's possible? You know, like, right. what can we do? Right. But I couldn't do it alone, right? Absolutely. When I'm walking into the center and I'm like, somebody, like, I'm literally like, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Like, my therapist really was instrumental in being like, all right, let's compartmentalize. Do you need to plan for a funeral? I was like, no, he's already gone. And, you know, it's kind of like the steps of it all. Yeah. And it literally was like you were taken back to that six-year-old moment, really which takes us back to kind of what Tiana said. So what, tell us about where you were, but did you think, entrepreneurship was a thing like were you forced into entrepreneurship because of the experience you had that made you think I need to design a product talk to us about that no so it's funny because when when I when I had that epiphany of when I was six years old of feeling like I lost my innocence I, I had this mind this something in my head saying it you have to figure it out mm. like it's now up to you mm -hmm. and at the time I'm like I don't know what that even means but Entrepreneurship for me really was, I wanted to, I wanted something that I didn't see on the market. Mm. I wanted to create something for myself that I wanted for myself. Um, so when I shifted, of course, not being a doctor, I was like, all right, I got to figure out a way to make money because, mm -hmm. you know, at some point I was like, maybe I'll be a thespian, I'll be an <laughs> actress, I'll, you know, I'll do this. But then eventually I got into IT. And so... Part of that journey is just as much as IT pays my bills and takes care of it, I can't imagine it for the rest of my life. Right. Gotcha. But at the same time, I wanted to have something of my own. Right. So really, when it came down to it, is I, I, at one point I was sitting home talking to my mom, coming from my job, nine to five, and I told my mom, I, it, ha it keeps happening to me. I have unpredictable, peri unpredictable periods. Okay. Every so often, it's like, oh, shoot, I've stained my underwear. And right. And TMI for everybody. I know, and right? And like, well, <laughs> when, you, when you say periods, men are like, they're like, I don't want to. Oh, I can't do it. I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. But it happens. Like, you are just. Does. And to your point, you wanted to create something. You, you find a need. And you fill it. You find exactly. a problem and you solve it. Yeah. And that was your problem. That was my problem. And it, it was one of those things where I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, why don't you just create something that works for you? Mm. You spend all this money. We spend a lot of money on underwear. Yeah. Victoria's Secret underwears are not cheap. Right. Or it, not underwears are not cheap. That's right. So for me, it was like, all right, so 
if I keep loose, if I keep spending this much money all the time, let me see what else is out there. Right. And there really wasn't anything out there. To help me. with right. that. Right. It wasn't. But it was beyond all that because O's are not necessarily just like it started from me having a problem with my periods, but traveling, whether it's camping, like all the things that we do all the time that we don't think about. Like I going over to my boyfriend's house and I'm like, ah, let me just take my O's with me. You know, that way it's just it's that panties on the go essentially solution right it's so it's not, not just for it's not just for your period and because i mean it just so happens you know you have your tampon you have your pad but you don't like when you're staying you're under you're still stuck in it you i know i know and it's crazy because then you're like yeah then you're, you're like okay well i'm just gonna nobody knows it's make it there. right <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're just gonna make it do what it do here. eight hours later and, you know you're like okay friends hello right. hello world <laughs> Yeah, but that's so, you're, you're so right. And so then, so how did you, and we got to take a quick break. So start the story for us. Like, how did you, you just started researching? I and started researching. Like, like bamboo like, and whatnot, like. No, I was like, okay, what is out there? Maybe I just didn't know what was out right. there. Right. So I went online. I was like, okay, I need underwear. Like, underwear that I can just pack with me. Instead of putting underwear in a Ziploc bag where I can pull it out and it's uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> what is out there? And I tried all that was there. They were all just regular cotton nothing disposable nothing, nothing that could i mean and, and i guess you could but it's like they're just think of your most cheaply made underwear yeah and it just didn't work like it wasn't comfortable like underwear not always the most comfortable things for sure us, right so for me it was like i need to create something that is the opposite of this something that i want to wear something that is light that i can just grab and go okay and so that's kind of what started so that's what started it and how did you get the money to start creating this project just from your job you from just job. you just you just bootstrapped it Bootstrapped. okay it. all right let's talk more about that when we come back we've got patricia kayanga the creator of o's biodegradable underwear uh for women that you can take with you and when you're done with it you just you know you're done with it that's it <laughs> no questions asked <laughs> no questions asked so we're going to talk more about how she funded this business how she started it and you can talk to her too when you come back 404 when we come back for and you too 404 603 real 1100 a.m it's according to michelle with patricia kayanga call in at 5 30 we'll be right back I show up to help the child who's in foster care because she lost her parents to drug addiction. The child who lived in motels, cars, and shelters, using a garbage bag as a makeshift suitcase. I show up to support that child's well-being, and because I do, she's twice as likely to find a safe, permanent home. I'm a court-appointed special advocate, a CASA volunteer, an everyday person like you, specially trained to protect only the best interests of the child. You can show up for foster children in your community. Learn how at AtlantaCasa.org. That's AtlantaCasa.org. So, what's the asking price on this house? Uh, you'd probably be more comfortable living somewhere else. How long a lease is the landlord looking for? Well, I'm sure you can afford to live here, but... What are the schools like in this district? Yeah, we have twins in the fifth grade. Uh, this neighborhood isn't really for your kids. You know what I mean? If you're Black, Latino, Asian American, or Middle Eastern, and a real estate agent or rental agent says anything like this, you know what it means. You're being discriminated against. Housing discrimination because of race, color, or national origin is against the law. 
If you believe you've experienced housing discrimination, contact HUD. Go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! It's a touchdown! Entertainment? Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows? Well, isn't that special? All on one app? Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. Michelle. That's me. All right, guys. Welcome back to According to Michelle Radio here on Real 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis. Shout out to Instagram and Facebook at Michelle Taylor Willis and iHeart. And we cannot forget Team Replay. Team Replay happens on Mondays. You can find According to Michelle podcast on every single podcast platform out there. So you missed the show live. No problem. You catch snippets on Facebook, Instagram, go to iHeart, go to Audible, go to Apple, go Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, Title. Oh, Title, yeah. iTunes, um, anywhere you want. Deezer. Man. Like I'm missing a few, but we yeah we got them all. Weezer or Deezer? Deezer. Deezer. I don't even know the names of these things, but my team <laughs> is so amazing. They make it all happen. All right, four zero four six zero three eighty seven seventy. Um, if somebody wants to call in and ask a question. I will gift a pair of these to uh, whoever calls in. If you're a guy, you call in. We'll give it to Alete that you know, maybe one of your lady friends. My lover. If you're <laughs> your lover, uh-huh. or your sister, or your mother. But oh, not your brother. Oh. Not your brother. <laughs> but not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Lene. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you remember that? You remember? I, I don't know where. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember Lenny from? I think Lenny was on Good Times. Do you want right? Nizam is thirteen, and he knows what Good Times is. He's like, my name is Lene, and I got Fente. Y'all don't remember Lenny? I didn't watch Good Times. Thank mm-hmm. you, my parents. Yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> good Times was dope. We can talk about that later. 404-603-8770. Call in and talk to us and win your lady friend some underwear. Under underwear. <laughs> but well, some underwear. Uh, yeah, some O's. O's. Okay, so when we went to break, we got Patricia Kayanga in the house. She's from uh, Uganda, lives in D.C. right now. She founded the disposable underwear company O's, and she has bootstrapped this thing with her own money. She is an entrepreneur that has been the IT industry, and she is using using her current job to fund her new one, and she's gotten some investors like her mom. But other than that, this has been her own thing, but she's been intentional about it. She's had a plan. She hasn't even left her job yet, but she's running another company, and she's going to do it until it makes sense for her to leave and run this company um, on her own. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about these underwear. We were talking about it on the break a little bit with our friends on Instagram and Facebook at Michelle Taylor Willis. Okay, so these are disposable underwear. And the original idea was, listen, if you have your period, you stain these. You you can stain these and throw them away. Like, right. we don't want to throw, I mean, I wear hanky-pankies. Those things are like 30 bucks a pop, mm-hmm. right? They're not cheap. They are not cheap. And it's crazy because they literally are like, 
I mean, it's. I feel like I could cut a piece of paper out and make a handy, <laughs> make a hanky panky. I, you know, and it's twenty eight fifty. Okay, um, but I'm not throwing those out. Those things are getting washed repeatedly yeah, they until are. they fall apart. They could be like have strings hanging from them. They are getting worn constantly. And that's what it is. Because so, it's like if you stain it and that. Oh, the bleaching, then it's like you ruined it. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. We're stuck with it. We're stuck with it. So that was the original idea. But then it was like, no, I mean, sometimes you throw away underwear when, like you said, you're camping. It has multiple uses. I love to travel. So for me, it's like I don't have to worry. Some of us either wash our underwear when we travel or we kind of put it in a bag and take it with you. Bring it back with you and wash them afterwards. But like, who wants to carry around all of that? Right. I take one pair of underwear with me, even if I'm gone for three weeks. And I just keep washing them over and over again. Yeah. Is that too much information? No, but it's real. I don't. I'm I just feel joking. like we don't talk about underwear <laughs> enough, joking, right? We don't talk. Let's talk about underwear. Let's talk about I don't. I don't. So here's the rule. My mom always told me. I'm sure your mom told you. I don't know what your guys. But I told my boy. <laughs> I don't know what you guys. Are. I don't know what guys are told. But my mom always said you overpack underwear. Yep. Facts. You always pack. Socks, so if you're gone for three days, under, you take underwear for six days because yep. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But with these, you don't have to. Let's talk about underwear. Okay, so. How'd you know about the name O's? So when I was doing my market research and I was talking to people. You hear that guy's market research? (laughs) I was like, let me, let me see what people, like if I'm telling people about this, like what their thoughts are. Cause I mean, I don't want to go down this journey and have it be just my own dream. Right. My own thoughts. And after I explained it to people, they would say, oh. Oh. So (laughs) I was like, all right, well, that's the name. They're O's. There's so many like O's that I keep getting after I tell people. Up to now, when I tell people about it, like, oh, you can use them here. And they're like, oh, I get it. I get it. So they're O's. O's. Okay. And so is, I don't want to, do you have one that we can actually take out? I don't want to, I don't want to open one of your packages. Guys, you can call in 4460-3870 and win a pair of underwear. Any of them. Just open it. Okay. Um, So it's a cute little package. If you're listening on really 1100 AM. Uh, if you're driving or on the internet, I know a lot of people listen to us on the internet. Um, Instagram and Facebook can actually see these. So they're in a little tiny package, what, like maybe an inch and a half by an inch and a half? Mm-hmm. Super tiny. So I'm going to open this and I'm going to turn the camera back around here so I can open this. And we'll take a picture of this and post it in my stories. Actually, you want to grab a picture of this, um, Jarrell, real quick while I open this one and we'll post it in the stories. Um, but it's an easy open. So. Uh, it, I was joking. It's very easy now. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait a minute. It's, uh, okay, so you can see. And they feel really nice. They kind of feel like hanky-pankies. Because, I mean, the bamboo. So the reason we went with bamboo is because bamboo is one of the softest. Oh, my it's gosh. It's probably the softest. I'm putting it up against my face. These haven't been used yet, so it's, <laughs> it's But So it's Hopefully. fine. I hope. Wait a minute. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, but but they do feel really soft. Okay, yeah. so I'm holding up these underwear. Okay, so they're made of bamboo and what else? So on the side, if you see that white, that's actually the non-woven fabric. So the non-woven fabric is is basically like think of facial wipes. Yeah, but dry, okay. the dry version of them. Okay, yeah, it's all very soft, and it's almost, it does kind of remind me of hanky-pankies, right? Because there's it's like seamless, right? Right, and that was important to me, because all the ones that I tried on that were on the market by whatever company was out there, they, I, I didn't want to sacrifice the feel, because you were, 
if you're wearing underwear, it shouldn't feel like you're wearing underwear. Right. It shouldn't feel like something is cutting pieces right. out. Right. And so for me, like I've gotten so many so many women telling me I forgot I had them on. I went to the bathroom and peed myself. <laughs> like, oh wow. Just, for real? Like, TMI, I know. Family no, we're show. way I'm past sorry. TMI. <laughs> yeah, we're so we're right past TMI. We're here. We're but we're um, there, yeah, so but to me that's like perfect. <laughs> if if you forgot that you had them on then we've met them we've, we've done what we wanted to do from the beginning and so just to be clear these are not made to be washed repeatedly these no. are made to be worn and so they are it almost it is like perfect for your period literally because i know not tmi but for me it's almost like you know if you got if you're frequently changing tampons or it's mm-hmm. almost like you know Outside of you messing up your clothes, but right. if you don't really care, it's like I don't care. I'm just gonna throw them away anyway. Yeah. Right. A thirty pair, a thirty dollar pair of underwear. Right. No. How much are these? They retail on your website. So they retail on our website for fourteen ninety nine for a pack of four. So four for fourteen dollars, which is yeah. a little over three dollars a pop. Yeah. Sorry, I said fourteen ninety nine, but that's we usually have sales on there. But okay. Standard price is nineteen ninety nine. But we're always having sales on there, so $14.99, is usually this. And do you keep inventory? Uh, yeah. Did I, okay, so I'm, I love this. I'm amazed by this because this takes money. Yeah. Where are these made? They're made in China. So these are made in China and shipped over. Now, yeah, and shipped over. I did, when I first started, I was like, I want to see if we can do something local. Right. Or even just take it back home in Uganda or in Africa somewhere else, or even maybe locally, Haiti. Mm. There's not a lot of textile companies, black, we'll say, at all. There's not a lot of textile companies that do bamboo. But even in, in the States, a lot of textile companies have actually moved to China because it's cheaper. Right. They've, sat- they've, they've taken over that market. Right. So it will be crazy expensive. It will be for- crazy expensive. But China is also the largest manufacturer of bamboo. They grow bamboo like crazy. Oh, right. So, I mean, they literally got animals that just eat it for fun. Exactly. So. <laughs> <Sure>. Exactly. <laughs> so I What mean- you doing? I'm just saying here eating <laughs> bamboo. Shoot. Sure. Pandas just living their best life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and it's breathable. It's breathable. Bamboo is, uh, you know, hyperallergenic. Um, it's moisture wicking. It's again, if you feel it, it's really soft. It so is very soft. It really does touch to that breathability of it. So let me ask you this: What are you planning on doing? Like, what's the next move? So you, you're paying your. You get these. You ship now. You ship from you ship from China, or they ship them here and you ship from that U.S. They ship them here. I did a quality checks to make sure that they're actually all that I want to like actually have out there for people to see. Right. So I ship them from the. US. You ship from here. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um. And then, so what's the goal? What are you? What's your scaling goal? What do you want to? What's your end game here with these? I feel so. Well, I'm sitting here holding these underwear. Like, talk to us about what you mean. <laughs> I I want so. When I started this journey, I realized how uncomfortable people are when they talk about underwear. But when I realized, it's like, when people are homeless, as a woman, when you're homeless, the last thing you're thinking about is underwear because we don't think of it as a basic need. Right. War. What's happening in Ukraine, what's happening in Ethiopia right now. Yes. 
people need underwear. And so for oh. part of our mission is to actually make this, it's, it's to Have change it. the construct and, and conversation around it. But a lot of it is, so for every box that you actually buy it for, we actually donate a pair to local shelters in the D.C. Mm. I want to be able to say maybe hopefully in a year from now that we've kind of taken it across the globe. Not across the globe, we'll say nation. I'll start small and hopefully get it across the globe. Because for me, it's, it's a basic need, but yet it's become something that maybe because we're talking about privates and it's uncomfortable for us but we need it I was gonna say maybe that's it because you know yeah. people people always I don't care man woman or child people you always need underwear. well it's just even like tampons and pads I mean a lot of times we're donating things to homeless shelters and nobody donates tampons like you have to ask for sanitary napkins like we need yeah. so yeah. you'd have to ask for like underwear because people are going to na- donate clothes yep. and shoes yeah. and maybe even socks right yeah. but nobody's donating underwear and they won't take it goodwill is not going to take your underwear even if you spent 30 dollars on it they don't want it yeah. they shouldn't want it right right like nobody i mean i've seen where people like like in africa we have secondhand underwear, right but that shouldn't be normal that should right you should We're have your own underwear hygiene, yeah, you should have your own underwear dude when i was in college I worked at Kmart, and I'm going to tell you one of the nastiest things I saw. Mm-hmm. Greg is like, oh, my God, what you going to say? <laughs> what happened at Kmart? We People would, I worked the customer service desk, and you know what one of the top items people would return? Open. Underwear? Underwear. Oh, no, nah, oh. there's some policies we got to break. Nah, you, you ain't bringing people that back People would return here, huh? underwear. <laughs> we'd be like, dude, this package is broken. You can't bring this back. And you would have, they would say no, but you Man, we'd have to take it back. We have to take it back. Now, this is when I was in college. So this was, you know, three or four years ago. I think it's still the same, though. Nothing. Y'all didn't get that? That They're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Three or four years ago. The policies didn't change that much. The policies, yeah. I mean, you know. So it's probably about the same. It probably is. But you're right. Wait, Wayne. Okay, so you can follow them at at O's Underwear. O-H-H-S Underwear. O-H-H-S Underwear. Everybody go right now. And let's support. We got to support these businesses. Okay? So go and follow her. Wayne.Ferron. Or Farron says, should a brother be here? If yes, how may we help sisters find this content to help them? I love it. Those are the questions we want answered. So go and follow her, Wayne, at O's Underwear, O-H-H-S-U-N-D-E-R-W-E-A-R. And how about you buy some underwear? Yeah. Go and buy a buy a pack, $14.99 for a box of four, and donate it to your shelter. I don't know, where, where are you, where are you um, listening in from, Wayne? Um, and um, and and donate. That's how you can help. Um, and and tell all your girlfriends. Not that you have lots of girlfriends, Wayne, because you're probably a <laughs> one woman man. But tell all your girls, your friends who are girls, to go and support this underwear. Use this underwear. Um, and let's get it out here. Wayne says thank you. No, thank you, Wayne. Thank we you, feel Wayne. like you're gonna change the world. You're gonna change the world, Wayne. <laughs> Don't believe what they tell you. Don't believe the naysayers. We know. We know you can do it. All right, guys, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will close this show out with Patricia Kayanga. You can find her at O's Underwear, O-H-H-S-U-N-D-R-W-E-A-R. Wayne is from Canada. What's up? Hi. Canada. Uh, do you speak French? By what what part of Canada? If you're in Quebec, je parle français. Wayne, bonjour, merci pour écouter aujourd'hui. <laughs> He's probably like, I am in... Uh, Saskatchewan. 
Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. J. Markel Watcher says, I'm going to buy some. I-M-M-A, buy some, which means he's very serious about it. Uh, Guys, you're listening to According to Michelle Radio right here on 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis, Patricia Kayanga. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to close this thing out. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. (laughs) Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded and confident kids. Get your copy today. I lived alone and was having problems with my landlord. He's a creep. One night I'm watching TV and I hear my landlord letting himself in. Hey, get out. You can't keep coming in. I'm just here to fix your fridge and spend some time together. Get out. I'm reporting you. Don't make a federal case of it. A federal case? Sexual harassment and housing is against federal law. If you are harassed, file a complaint with HUD. Go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. If you fear for your safety, call 911. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Michelle. Michelle. All right, guys, we are back. We've got Patricia Kayanga, Kayanga in the house. She is the founder and creator of O's Disposable Underwear. And I've mentioned or mentioned several times at the uh, uh, in the first half of the show just the fact that she is making history with this. She's the first black woman with a patent for underwear. Um, and as soon as that happens, I mean, sh- she's literally breaking barriers here. And... Um, you know, you're in a you're in a space where we don't normally. Well, we're we're just dominating a lot of different spaces <laughs> right now. We're just breaking down these barriers. But talk to us real quickly just about being a black woman in an industry. First of all, nobody's thinking about starting underwear, creating underwear, right? Mm-hmm. So, woman-owned business, black woman-owned business, in underwear. Like, who does that? <laughs> She's like this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think just being a black woman in business is already a challenge. Yeah. Why? Just because when it comes to, like, for example, my product is not a product for only just black. Right. But to be seen, I have to basically embody pieces of me that I don't even understand. Mm. Um, from even just getting funding to, to just being taken seriously right right it's it's been something like starting the business i think before when i was in you know 
research and kind of you know development it was just I can do it right doing it and actually launching it has been a different challenge because mm. I didn't anticipate some of the roadblocks what were can you give us a couple real quick um it was funny because um so we've gone I've gone to a couple of um, trade shows and one of the things that's been interesting is being put in a bucket of just black mm. areas and not necessarily saying I'm I'm doing underwear I can also be around right areas we don't all have to be in the same section <laughs> right and we're selling different things right we can shine differently in a section together I think a lot of companies have gotten this thing where it's like we want to support black businesses not right. necessarily because I've created a product for all right but because I'm black right you're a black business and so this is for black people right. and it's like it's and not that's the thing, right? <laughs> it's for everybody right so yeah. for example for me I'm bootstrapping this I have for a lot of the models on my website are my friends right right and I got a comment that was interesting once where they're like well we went on your sh- on your website and it's a lot of you know interesting like it don't it doesn't feel like it's a product for other right because who's representing it on your website are all right. black and i thought to myself at first i was like oh no i don't want that to be the message but then mm-hmm. i thought the message when i go on other websites mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of us so why is the narrative different for me right because it, you already know. right exactly <laughs> because yeah because when you go on a i mean any other website it's a whole bunch of white right. but we buy all their products exactly and so it's it's been an interesting journey. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And I can, I, it's, it's one of those things where I, I will say I'm, I'm struggling with currently to figure out like, but the product itself is not just for black women or black men when we have it. It's for everybody. So what's the solution to that, do you think? I think part of it is keep talking about it. Okay. Right. There's a part of it where it's like we try to be, um, we try to accommodate. Right. And I, I want to accommodate because, of course, I'm in business. But at the same time, my story is beyond just my skin color. Right. The product is beyond just that. It's not just, you know, part of it is also recognizing that those that understand it will see it for what it is. And those that don't, maybe it will take some time. And it's tough, right? Because it's like if you say, okay, well, the only way to get the point across that this is for everybody. If I put more diverse women, and, th- and in this case, diverse means white, right? Or mm-hmm. Asian or other, right? Who would have thought? <laughs> thought, right? Who would have thought? Um, so you make the website more diverse, but then it's like, okay, well, am I selling out? Because they're not always putting diversity on theirs, and we're still buying it, right? So right. I know it's tough, right? Because you're right. like, and that's why I asked, what do you think is the solution? Because it becomes this double-edged sword. It really is. And it's like, what's the right and what's not? But I think to your point, keep talking about it, and maybe it's okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's okay. Um, but in that, you're pressing on. You got full coverage that's going to be yes. coming out. When is that? That is, we're anticipating to launch in end of September. For the okay. Full coverage. Perfect for my birthday. Yes, for your birthday. Yeah, I'm so that's, excited. That's for interesting. Them, honestly. <laughs> for my birthday? Oh, for the really, I'm sorry. For I got your birthday too, I guess. Got for it. your birthday. <laughs> got it. Got it. And so, and for the guys listening, can you tell them the difference between full coverage and what you've got, what we've got yes. here? <laughs> so when we launch and what we currently have is basically the thongs and bikinis. They're a little bit on the cheekier side. Yeah. And a lot of women are like, I don't, I kind of want to have full coverage. Right. Maybe, you know, can we have a different style? So the full coverage are literally that. What I love about them is I think the, you know, for women who are 
pregnant or go like at post labor, I think they'll love mm. because of how soft they are. Right. I mean, if you have a C-section or if you right. any of that, they're really soft. And that is, I love that. I think that's a great marketing because, you know, we always talk about these niches. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a great niche for you. I mean, even, you know, uh, Duena is pregnant, yeah. right? So <laughs> um, you think about the niche like pregnant women, right? Pregnant women who are they're completely yeah. they we got problems for two two to three weeks after that yeah. how about throwing these away and not have to worry about messing up your underwear after you have a baby yeah. i love that okay tell people how they support you how do they support the business if they want to fund it if they want to buy it if they want to yes. gift it or donate what do they have to do so we we definitely do have um we do a b2b option if you have a business whether you are an esthetician bikini waxes we of course do that as well so you can we have a product to we have a basic partnership with that you can find us www.myos.com or follow us as well on our socials it's o's underwear instagram facebook tiktok all the above um, but basically yes support us in any way that you can of course with every box of four that you buy we donate a pair so it is going towards a good cause absolutely um and um i can't wait to hear awesome Listen, thank you. Did you have a good time today? I did. I did. You make it seem so easy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's when we have a, a good, uh, a great platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. You make it easy yourself. You're lovely. Thank and you. Um, thank you so much for coming in. And please let me know whatever we can do to help you. Guys, it is over. Glad we had this time together. <laughs> Just to have a laugh or sing a song Before you know There's a time we have to say so long You've been listening to another live broadcast of According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. You can find us on the internet, 1100am.com. You can find me on all platforms at Michelle Taylor Willis, follow me. I will be just about everywhere. Uh, we just had the Moms All In brunch. I'll be at Taste of Sofu. We've got the um, Lady Men's event, which m- might be postponed, but we'll talk about that <laughs> on another another day. I'll be speaking at a women's event on October 15th. We'll give you more information about that. But all you got to do is Google me, and you can find me just about everywhere. But right now, I am out. This This has been been According to Michelle Radio. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.